today we're going to be reviewing, starting with chapter one, Misunderstanding the Hidden Trap. So this one, I for me, was uh, the more I thought about it this morning, <laughs> the bigger and more significant this chapter seems to be for me. Um, I'm curious to hear how, how it hit you too. Yeah, well, I'm curious I get... why it's so big for you, Greg. <laughs> go, Elaine, go. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Um, I was just rereading it again, and that's what ex exactly what struck me. Like, if if I was sort of launch myself out as a teacher of this stuff, let's say, forget the word teacher, but you know what I mean, it could just about be the full total of any course I might do around this because like it, I, I think everything is, is in this and everything I think is in the, as, as Jamie writes at some point, which I will have underlined that I, oh yeah, it's I'll be something when. Mm. And and that just sounds to me like the sum total of everything we do, you know, trying to get our heads around that. And the next thing I was thinking is that when when we do, life is just wonderful. And, this, and like so, when, uh, that's for me. That's the end. End of the book. I don't need to read any more after that. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the, in the same way, Greg, as, as you said, you know, so it's like huge. Struck yeah. me as uh, a really, really um, relevant thing to the to the human experience of. Suffering, basically. Mm. Mm. That that's what struck me. Yeah. Do you want to go, Lynn, or do you want me to answer your question? No, I, no, I'd love you to. I'd love you to answer sure. because obviously you're. Well, the, the, I mean, it, it occurred to me this as like the foundation of all the learning throughout the book, and it kind of reminded me of when I took Clary's certification training with Jamie, Module One. I believe was it only works one way inside out and which speaks to this whole hidden hamster wheel trap thing. Um, and even though I've been through all that training and I've been like um, fully engaged with, with the principles for the last two years, I'm, I'm caught in the trap like multiple times a day, every day <laughs> of my life. Um, so it, it's like, even when you, uh, know the trap is there, you know, the hallmarks of the trap, the warning signals, you know, all the sentences, the I will be blank when blank. Um, I'm still caught up in it. Like I, I started making a list this morning. So this is, uh, I'll be happy when my daughter isn't stressed out or when she's happy, when my Toronto Maple Leafs win a Stanley Cup. Today's garbage day here. So I, I wrote, I'll be happy when the garbage gets collected. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll be happy when my dog do <laughs> when my dog eats his breakfast because this morning for some reason he's on a hunger strike this morning he won't eat. Um, oh. I'll be happy when my wife is happy. I'll be happy when I get paid. I'll be happy when I get a new client or a customer. And and I mean that's just barely scratching the surface of the list of things that goes on in my head um, at any given moment throughout the day. So it's, it's like the trap. It's almost like this trap is so pervasive and so persistent. 
it's it's there all the time to fall into and 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 most of us even the ones like the three of us that are uh reading clarity and, and into the principles fall into this trap um, all the time so that that's kind of what stood out to me is just the the importance of this chapter and coming back to this chapter all the time and, and realizing um that you're in that trap and then the other thing, just as Elaine was speaking, that, that jumped out at me was just using the word misunderstanding to describe it is, is that it, there's a, the presupposition of innocence in there, right? Like we're, we're innocently following into this trap all the time. It's just a misunderstanding. Like you're not doing anything wrong. You're not being bad or whatever. It's just, you're caught in a, in a misunderstanding. And that was both from both of you, that was so eloquent. I think the only thing I would add is it's going to be like this forever. I expect. Mm. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine there being a day where we don't fall into it at some point. Yeah. I, I, if that day ever happened, I think that would be amazing. But I, since we're human, I don't actually think there'll be that day. Um, but the sheer fact that we know. The sheer, the sheer fact that we know there is a misunderstanding to me looks a bit like a gift that because if when you don't, I mean, it's I sent a message to Elaine the other day say I feel a bit guilty how happy I feel today, and you know that everything's changed, nothing's changed. I was having one of those days, mm. and I'm like, oh jolly, and bouncing around, and it's it's the same kind of as yesterday or last week or but it isn't because of something a little click something just shifts and and even if that little shift is just for a moment if we can help people have that shift for a moment you know to to just see there that this is how we exist mm. that it's huge it's actually huge yeah the way you describe and that then I, not I, feel guilty and everything yeah. yeah the way you described that i thought of jamie's equation clarity equals capacity minus contamination like what you just described was a, a moment of less contamination or no contamination mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh and all of a sudden oh look look what's there happiness <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome yeah. today is it is something worldwide or international happy day or something international happy day happiness day or something today, oh is it, so. is it? that's appropriate <laughs> yeah something like that <laughs> um uh, so that's a cool one can i bring you there because i i, I actually made a few notes I'm, I'm reading the book and thinking of um, as we were calling them normal last week, normal people, mm -hmm. um, uh, we we hear these words all the time and are we maybe taking them for granted and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the whole contamination, just that word contamination, if we say that word to other people, they will think of a million other things. They'll mm -hmm. think of dirty water or they'll think of sewage or they'll think of, I don't know what they'll think of. But for the, for the sake of of clarity here, when... When that word comes up for you guys, what comes up for you? I can pretty much remember when uh, when I first heard that used in the sense that Jamie uses it, let's say, in the sense of his equation. I can remember saying, oh, yeah, okay, I get that. I like that. I can see that word. Um, and here I'm comparing to other words that Jamie sometimes brings in. Uh, on our training programs or on whatever and one of them's coming to mind like it was sovereignty which I just I just can't really mm. get my head around so I'll have to find another word but as he he said 
and speaks about contamination. I totally get that. But it was interesting how, for me, whatever that word means, and indeed it does also mean dirty water or contaminated food or food poisoning or something toxic, it does indeed mean many other things. In this sort of area, to me, it's a limiting belief, which interestingly also got my head a bit sort of confused because like, well, okay, it, it kind of sounds easy to take contamination away because you just drop it. But then I thought, yeah, hell, but what about all these limiting beliefs that probably I still have? And even as I'm speaking, I'm wondering if I'm actually even expressing it as you know, the limiting belief. Mm. Which, so, okay. So I think of, instead of contamination, I think of limiting beliefs. But it then brings me to think, well, and this also something to do with what we've just said before. It's the question then I ask is, well, what about all that stuff? Because it's okay until you can see that, like, okay, I've got this limiting belief and I know it's contamination and that's all it is, so I can just get rid of it. But what what happens? which obviously is the rest of the book, I mean, and this makes sense, but I'm thinking of the person who doesn't know anything about this. What happens when you don't even know <laughs> what your limiting belief is? So it's that bit that's even beyond, well, well, I get that intellectually, like Jamie says, sort of, you know, and while many people who have explored the domains of brain change through NLP, spirituality, personal development, meditation, etc., would say that they know that their core states don't come from the circumstances, from their circumstances. Their behavior often suggests that they don't really know it. So we'll say something like, I don't, I, I know that intellectually, but, well, I'm kind of wondering what happens when we just don't know anything at all, yet we do know there's something that's not right in our world. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, for me, the when, when I think of the word contamination, I just have this picture of like, you know, a herd of kind of like the the uh, the movie Monsters Inc. when the the monster comes out of the portal and he has a, a human sock on his back and they call it a, I forget what the code is. And all the guys in the suits come to decontaminate. <laughs> um, a hazmat suit. Or yeah. The hazmat guys. Yeah. So It's funny because the word contamination, like <laughs> in that sense, it's such a huge, big, serious thing. But, but in the context of, you know, contaminated thinking, it doesn't have to be huge. It can be just the smallest little uh, thing that kind of, you know, like one one drop of a chemical in a pool of water contaminates the whole pool, you know, depending on what your parts per million uh, thing is. But um, yeah, and, and words that come to mind like unwanted, dirty, um, unnecessary, those are all kind of words that pop to mind when I think of contamination. 
for me, as much as contaminated thinking is, you know, my limiting beliefs about about certain things or how I think something outside is impacting me or what I think of other people think of me, all of that to me is contaminated thinking. And for some reason, and and there's also, um, and that's all. I don't know how to really explain it, but when when things get up our nose that other people are doing, and, and it's not possible that that other person can actually be annoying me. They don't even know me. I don't even know them. You know, for me that, and they're very simple, small examples of like, contamination because it creates something that's just not very useful. You know, so you're, you're, you're driving, you're in the supermarket queue, or you're doing whatever, lots of things where other people are just going about their business. And it's not, it's not exactly how you want it to be. It's annoying and it just, it just creates stuff. And for me, it just feels like a whole lot of stuff. Um, and it's not even necessarily big stuff, but if you go through a whole day like that, you get to the end of the day, it, it's kind of big stuff. It, you know, because it gets in the way of 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 you being calm and present, and impact of creativity and your mood and all of that. So it's for me that word is so so big. Uh, um, and I know we've heard it thousands of times, but I'm not quite sure how often we've talked about it in a in normal life. So to me, that's kind of why I think of normal life. The uh, I think it's a great point you bring up in terms of like the things that that we make up for ourselves. Because as you were describing that, I was thinking about, um, you know, we've had a lot of snow this winter, and like the way my neighbors shovel their snow annoys me. <laughs> Like that, that some of them push it back into the street. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Like the plow's just going to plow it back in front of your driveway. Um, or, you know, even last night, like I've got some neighbors who insist on putting their garbage bins out like, you know, yesterday morning and the pickup is today and they usually don't come till midday. So it's like, is do you really need your bins out in the road 24 hours in advance? And it's, it's, Maybe they do. Maybe they're busy today, and they like. I don't know what the circumstance is, but it, you know, it, it's it's a perfect example of like I get myself all worked up, and uh, for what? Like it's it's so ridiculous. It's almost, yeah. it's embarrassing yeah. even to admit it here. <laughs> <laughs> or when I'm walking my yeah. dog and I see other dog owners who don't pick up their dog uh, droppings or things like that. You know, like it's. You know, thing rule societal rules that are, should be in place that are in place, and everyone should be following. And when you see people breaking those rules, it 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 uh, that's one of my my big pet peeves. But so, like, there's one to add to my list. I'll be happy when my fellow dog owners pick up their dog poo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's even that? And then I'm just like having a million other examples, like in you know familial relationships. I mean, in, in a day in your house. You can probably think of, I don't know, dozens of things where if only so-and-so did it that way, why do they not do it? Why are they doing this? Or what, you know, why didn't they put the teacup in the dishwasher that way or put it in a bottle shelf? It's just, 
all these little things. It's all it's just it's all contamination. It just floods our our, our mind with nonsense, yeah. really. Actually, yeah. <laughs> we can even say that, it... couldn't we? <laughs> yeah. What's it? Yeah, and, and even the other way around, like 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 you're, you know, happily doing your own stuff, and then somebody will walk up and say, like, you know, don't put that fish there, don't do this or don't do that, yeah. and you're sort of like thinking, ah, and that and that can trigger the same yeah. kind of feelings and the yeah. same sort of thing, and if, you know, it usually ends up in tears, as they always used to tell us, you know, uh, but it, it works both ways. Yep. Yeah, or in some cases divorce. Yeah, I mean, even it's, 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 yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah. But for a, a total misunderstanding of a total, total misunderstanding. misunderstanding of how we work. Yeah, well, it's interesting because uh, you know, I was just cleaning the kitchen before this call, and my primary motivation for cleaning the kitchen is. Not so much to make my wife happy as much as it is to not make her angry. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, from the understanding of this, like a clean kitchen can't possibly make someone happy or a dirty kitchen cannot possibly make somebody angry. Although I have the evidence to support that, in fact, it it, it appears to be that way. Um, But it it reminds me quite often when people come across this idea they say, "Oh, so I can just leave the kitchen dirty? I don't have to clean it." Like, it, so if it, if the if the dirty kitchen doesn't make somebody angry, well, then why bother even cleaning it? Yeah. Um. Mm. So it, you know, it's it's kind of this conundrum of like, yes, even if you understand that a kitchen can't make somebody feel something or not, but that doesn't preclude you from do from still cleaning it. Um. You know, you you can. The motivation maybe is slightly different. Um, anyway, it, that that's a curious one because that's where the, the I think when people start first coming into this understanding, those are the 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 rebuttals that you get for for well, I have the evidence that it works this way, and he, and I'll I'll show you all these examples. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, because. Because the the example itself is is I guess what we call in the the the, the jergo is the the double bind, mm. which is the hardest thing to get out of. Or even you know um, you don't or, within that misunderstanding is that the way to get out of it is to place yourself in the opposite position but that's not how it works mm-hmm. and and it's understandable that when people first come into to this to this understanding that like you just don't get it and and i mean it's it's, it's and and i just caught something you were saying before as i came in a little bit afterwards but somebody said something about like you know you've you've Fling a word out there, and it like really annoys you. You just or or no, it was sorry, it was Lynn saying something about the. You know, you realise that your your questions weren't landing, Lynn, and, and you got the sort of feeling that like, the other person was kind of thinking like, what are these questions? So it's so difficult, I think, at the beginning of any coaching relationship, 
you know, to, to, to literally get on the same page. You know, because, because, and again, it's again, it's where teaching doesn't work mm-hmm. because teaching would just imply saying, well, these are the three principles. This is how it works. So mm. get on and do it. But of course, it, it can't even work there. It's, it, it's really quite, or at least I'm, I'm just thinking now, it's a really quite tricky, even despite a very simple little equation like clarity equals capacity minus contamination, for example. Um, it really is, uh, yeah, tricky. It's tricky until you understand that understanding has got nothing to do with an intellectual capacity. Mm. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, th- I think that's a great segue when we get into chapter two. Because it's really, yeah. it's not a teaching yeah. thing. It's an insight thing, right? People have to have insights around the truth of how it really works. Yeah. Yeah. I wondered if if we could jump to the end on the thought experiment um, and then we can move on. But it, the thought experiment here says, we all fall into the I'll be happy wind trap from time to time. As you reflect on your life so far, what are some of the ways you now realize you've been accidentally hoodwinked by this illusion until now. So we've already described a whole bunch of them, but maybe we can go around the... What page are you on, Greg? What page? This is 21. page 21, the bottom of 21. Oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. Oh, yeah. I've got that highlighted. Actually. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my goodness. I have no... <laughs> yeah. The, I... Lord, so many. So Hundreds. Many thousands regularly all the time mm-hmm. um i mean i can i can think of so i can think of so many specifics uh, you know if you think about when you're growing up and all the things you dream and you imagine that that's the thing so um you know uh, uh, i don't know it could be anything it could be oh marry the man in my dreams or i i, I go to you know move to a faraway land or you know I have my dream house or I, I don't know I, I mean all of those things and any any and all of those things and many more things and then it's when or, or it could be anything I, I remember specifically I'll, I'll name no names I'll just say a friend <laughs> a friend thought they would be happy when they bought for cash the latest I can't remember if it was a BMW or a Mercedes to be perfectly honest and it turned up in the driveway um, of the, the friend's driveway. And we had the conversation weeks weeks later. And they were kind of like, hmm, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of cool for about a week, that car. Mm, <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of, mm, yeah. And there wasn't much said because they were like, not feeling euphoria. <laughs> not feeling it. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's just an example, you know, or oh, want that shiny thing. And I get the shiny thing and Ah, shit, that didn't work either. Damn. You know, so it's whatever the shiny thing is. Um, And you see it with kids all the time. I mean, you see it with kids all the time. They want the shiny thing and they get the shiny thing and five minutes later, the shiny thing's under the table or whatever, anywhere. And they've gone, yeah, I've forgotten about it now. It was great for a minute. Yeah. 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 Yeah, or even with kids, sometimes the shiny thing is not even the shiny thing. The whole point of getting whatever that thing it it was more about the actual am i able 
to twist my parents' arms so much so so that they can do that thing. Mm. And they actually were never even interested in the shiny thing anyway. So that kind of says to me how things are handed down because it's the behavior that's been handed down mm-hmm. to, you know, in, you know, to sort of, and I, and I think kind of in, in, a, in a normal everyday thing, we, we strive desperately to give an opinion or, you know, try to show our worth or try to do something. And again, because of this misunderstanding, we do it in a very kind of manipulative sort of way, but don't even realize that that's what we're doing. Mm. Yeah. When you guys mentioned the kids, I, I thought of my kids when they're really young. Like you buy them like these amazing presents for Christmas or whatever, and they play with the box. <laughs> and like the box is going in the garbage. Like play with the actual toy, yeah. please. It cost me a yeah. fortune. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. The we always play with the box. Yeah. Yeah, the other one that came to mind was outside a couple of weeks ago when we had a big snowfall, shoveling snow with my neighbor, and he was complaining, you know, because of two or three weeks in a row we've had snow, and uh, I said, well, you know, don't worry about it. Soon enough, we'll be complaining that it's too hot, um, you know, because that's that's what we do here in, the, in Canada. In the winter, we complain it's too cold and snowy, and in the summer, we complain it's too hot and humid. Um, so, yeah. it's, you know, no matter what the weather is, there's always something to complain about. It's just a, it's a kind of a funny, light version of the, the, I'll be happy when. Why don't we leave chapter one there? <laughs> <laughs>